0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host. This week on the podcast, I'm talking about creativity. Because COVID cases are trending back upward, the summer has been intense on the weather front, and, you know, I think the collective we could really go for a topic that's comforting and taps into the dreamier, more imaginative side of life. Who's with me? Let's start with a simple definition of creativity. Creativity which is both the dreaming up and the making real of something that didn't exist before. It's a pretty broad definition that applies to tangible things, like a work of some kind of art, or intangible, like a novel approach to a problem. But the crucial part of this definition is that creativity is imagination made real. It's not just theoretical, it's practical. It's not just dreaming things up, It's actually making them, too. Because creativity is one of the unique characteristics of humans, nurturing your own inventiveness and your ability to act on a creative idea and give it form is part of being a better person. And let me just say that I am art agnostic. I don't care if your creativity manifests as popsicle stick figures or doodles or haiku or jokes or meals or anything. It's not about becoming a great artiste, but about developing a stronger relationship with your innate ability to dream up and create new things. Today's big idea is that creativity has a ton of wonderful, important benefits to offer. I'm going to walk you through what I think are the most important upsides of creativity right after this quick break. Last week, I celebrated the 500th episode of this podcast. And to celebrate with you, I have created stickers that have a very adorable turquoise poop emoji and that say, I give a shit with BeABetterPersonPodcast.com along the bottom of it. I am giving away these stickers free to any listener who asks for one, because I think you deserve a treat for caring about being a decent human. To get your free I Give a Shit sticker, use the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and send me your address. I promise I will delete your address as soon as I send this sticker in the mail to you. And we're back. To get you pumped up to explore and strengthen your own creativity over the next several days, here are some of the more profound benefits you stand to experience. Let's start at the top. As in the top of your body, because creativity is decidedly good for your brain. When you get into the zone of doing something creative, you enter what's known as a flow state. That's when your brain waves slow down, making it easier for you to hear the inspired thoughts that are often crowded out by the chit chat of thoughts about more pressing things. In addition, your prefrontal cortex goes into a kind of suspended animation state which means you're less likely to judge your abilities and ideas, and more likely to do something that's a little outside of the box. Feel-good neurochemicals, such as dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins, are also released, so it's like your brain is getting a runner's high, and your creative act can result in an elevated mood. As a result, creativity is also good for your mental health. Multiple studies have shown that engaging in creative pursuits increases your experience of positive emotions such as joy, optimism, and happiness. And positive emotions are what enrich our lives and make it worth living. Other studies show that creativity can reduce the symptoms of depression and lower anxiety. Along these lines, creativity also helps you process your emotions and sort through your ideas. As William Faulkner said, I never know what I think about something until I read what I've written on it. It's not that creativity gives you the thoughts or the feelings, but going through the process of making something creative forces you to get present to what's in your mind and try to distill it to the point that what you're making represents how you're feeling. And then looking at, or listening to, what you've created helps you make sense of those feelings or ideas. What you create doesn't even need to be directly related to what you're going through to help you make sense of it all. I read a great article in the New York Times recently about a family who made an origami crane for every day of lockdown. And while at first it just seemed like something to do, seeing the cranes pile up helped this family understand the nature of this very weird time in a different way and posting photos of them on social media helped the family connect with others and have conversations about the time that they wouldn't have otherwise had. As you can imagine, processing your thoughts and feelings also helps creativity reduce your stress. Those positive emotions that creativity can elicit naturally lower stress because they change your focus away from what's worrying and toward what's more meaningful. Also, when you're creative, you're in the moment. And that is basically meditation in motion. Creativity also makes you, well, more creative. And that helps you approach everything in your life with a new, more observant and imaginative lens. Even things that are traditionally more left-brain, such as problem-solving. I mean, there is a whole science around art therapy, which helps people work through their issues and develop on an emotional level through art. It's certainly not frivolous. If you already have some kind of creative practice or hobby or whatever you want to call it, good on ya. I hope some of the benefits you've just heard will reinforce what you're already doing and remind you that your creative practice is a worthy expenditure of your time. And if you don't already have some kind of creative practice, I've got some episodes coming up this week to help. Tomorrow, I'm talking about one fundamental idea that will help anyone be more creative. Wednesday, I'm talking with Jackie Dishner, a writer, artist, and leader of the Creative Coping for Women Facebook group about how to find your own personal creative practice. Thursday, we'll cover how to invite inspiration into your life. And on Friday, I'll talk about how to get around the inner critic, which will almost certainly try to tell you that you shouldn't waste your time on creative pursuits. Your quick, tiny assignment today is to do one creative thing. It could be tiny like doodling in your notebook for five minutes. Or answering a question that someone asks you in verse. Or maybe doing a spontaneous dance when you hear a song that you like on the radio. Or you could open the fridge and challenge yourself to make something using the ingredients you have on hand. Just look for an opportunity to do something creative today, and then notice how it makes you feel. And come on back so we can continue to reap more of these amazing benefits.